The child was born on September 14, 1874, at the only hospital in Buffalo, New York, that offered maternity services for unwed mothers. It was a boy, and though he entered the world in a state of illegitimacy, a distinguished name was given this newborn, Oscar Folsom Cleveland. His mother was Maria Halpin, a shop girl. His father was Grover Cleveland ten years away from being elected President of the United States. Two days after the birth, Dr. James E. King, who delivered Oscar, wrapped the baby in a swathing blanket and went by carriage to the apartment of his sister-in-law, Minnie Kendall. Dr. King would not say who the baby was or how he came to be in his possession, but told Mrs. Kendall that he was going to leave the infant with her. The understandably bewildered Mrs. Kendall was pregnant herself. Her due date was any day now. How was she going to explain the sudden appearance of a baby to her neighbors? Dr. King suggested that she tell everyone she had had twins. Something else was bothering her. The baby had a sore on the top of his head. It looked like an open wound. I don't want to take it, she said. Dr. King knew that Minnie Kendall and her husband William, a horse car conductor, were strapped for cash. They had been living on a farm in Kansas before coming to Buffalo four years earlier. Now here they were in a shabby apartment near the stockyards with a baby on the way. Her overbearing brother-in-law told her in so many words that she had to take care of this newborn and also be his wet nurse, and she would be paid for it. Mrs. Kendall, seeing that Dr. King would not take no for an answer, asked him what to call the baby. Jack, he told her. Dr. King had brought the newborn's clothes with him, and Mrs. Kendall saw that his blanket and all of his outfits were monogrammed M.H. There were also several handkerchiefs bearing the name Maria Halpin. Dr. King scooped it all up and told Mrs. Kendall he was taking it back, and she would have to replace everything. Before he left, he made it clear to her that the infant and their transaction had to be kept strictly within the family. No one could ever speak about what had happened on this day. Its exposure could have tragic consequences for all concerned. The submissive Mrs. Kendall, full of questions she did not dare ask, could not help wondering if baby Jack's mother, this Maria Halpin, would one day appear at their door— Twelve days after Jack came into Minnie Kendall's life, she gave birth to her son, William Harrison Kendall. Mrs. Kendall nursed Jack and William together and raised them like brothers. Over time, the sore on Jack's head healed, and he was growing into a handsome little toddler the Kendalls came to love as their own. With the extra money coming in, they moved to a nicer place on Union Street in Buffalo proper and did their best to hide the traces of Jack's existence. One morning, Dr. King and his wife Sarah, William Kendall's sister, showed up at the Kendall's door. They told Mrs. Kendall to immediately gather all of Jack's things. They were taking him downtown, to its father's office. Mrs. Kendall rigged the child up and climbed into a carriage for the trip to the law firm of Bass, Cleveland, and Bissell in downtown Buffalo. Everyone was crowded into Grover Cleveland's second-floor law office when an extraordinary scene took place. A woman Mrs. Kendall had never seen before suddenly came in, ran toward her, and snatched the child out of my arms without saying a word to me. So this was baby Jack's mother, the mysterious Maria Halpin, Mrs. Kendall thought. It seemed to her that Maria was frantic, even crazy, with grief. 
Maria looked at her son, whom she called Oscar, now fast asleep in her arms. Oh, my baby, open your eyes and let me see them, she whispered. Oh, my precious baby, why don't you open your eyes once more? Maria kept speaking this way to the baby, until Grover Cleveland, his face twisted into what Mrs. Kendall called a rough expression, like an angry fist, said to Maria, Give the child up to Mrs. Kendall. Maria Halpin was crying, as though her heart would break, while Cleveland, his voice harsh and insistent, was repeatedly ordering her to turn the baby over to Mrs. Kendall. Mrs. Kendall saw Cleveland give Dr. King a sly wink and heard him say, It is all right, doctor. Have a cigar, doc. It upset her to see them so chummy, laughing while Maria was in tears. She felt nothing but sympathy for the woman. When it was time for everyone to leave the office, a veil was placed over the baby's face, and Mrs. Kendall, with her brother-in-law, walked out carrying him. The purpose of the gathering now became apparent to Mrs. Kendall. It was to assure Maria Halpin that her child was alive and well. Outside the law offices on Swan Street, Mrs. Kendall remarked, How much the child looks like his father. Before this eventful afternoon, she had never heard of Grover Cleveland. Dr. King lifted the veil and studied the baby's face. Yes, it does look like its father.